From the Aleuts at Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the show. This is crazy because a lot of news just came down right away. Of course, Jimmy Garoppolo, about 35 minutes ago, was reported by Adam Schefter that he is cleared to practice and is going to be ready to go. Uh, So, yeah, Jan is in chat saying right now, but wait, there's more. You're not wrong, my guy. Yeah, it's going to this is going to be an exciting uh, time to have a conversation because it was just yesterday you know that we had uh, things got things going on um, with what Ian Rappaport was reporting about, you know, the 49ers and and Jimmy Garoppolo and everything that had to do with that. Uh, and and now today it's Adam Schefter, and so I think it's very interesting, you know, that we have the reports that we have going on. And um, I'm excited to get into this. I'm excited to talk about this. And and welcome, Sean. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you came over. Yeah, the, the crossover's been fun with John Chapman. I've really been enjoying that, and um, that, that, I'm glad you're here. So Jimmy Garoppolo's been cleared. Jimmy Garoppolo has now been told, uh, his agent has been told that he can seek a trade, but he's cleared to practice. And I think that is some interesting news, you know, coming from the 49ers and coming from, uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo's camp. It's, it's definitely interesting. I'm excited about, you know, everything that's going on um, with this, because it, it seemed like we weren't having an, you know, an ending in sight. Like this wasn't going to happen. It was, it wasn't going to happen until, you know, mid uh, August that this was going to, this was going to come to some sort of a resolution that the, the 49ers, you know, were going to have something happen then. Um, so it was kind of out of nowhere. You get one insider that says mid August, you get the other insider saying, Oh wait, you know, it's not mid August. Um, but it's going to be, you know, later it's going to be now. Uh, and Adam Schefter is one of those guys that when he reports something, usually it's spot on. Um, so I'm definitely excited about this. I'm excited about the potential of what's going to happen now with Jimmy Garoppolo. And now it brings up so many more questions about Jimmy. Is Jimmy going to be at training camp? Is Jimmy going to be participating in training camp? Because he has been cleared now to practice, which means he can do it. Um, and that wasn't the, didn't seem like the case just 24 hours ago, 24 hours ago. It really did seem like Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be not at practice, not at training camp, but was going to be waiting until middle of August to be cleared. So there was going to be no resolution in sight for Jimmy Garoppolo or the 49ers. So I think this is one of those things that now it's, it's happened. And, and now we're going to see exactly what this means for Jimmy, what this means for the 49ers. Can Don Yee go ahead and find, you know, a trade partner now? He may be able to. Um, there's lots of questions about which team, and, you know, and that's what's going on in chat right now is you've got people discussing what's going to happen, you know, with Jimmy, where he's going to get traded, where he's going to end up. Um, so this is, this is going to be great. And, uh, uh, Donald says, and bring in another great show. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one because it's not just Jimmy that we're going to get into. Now, 
Jimmy is the main one that we're going to talk about right now because there's a lot of things that's going on with, with Jimmy, and this was big news. And I think it wouldn't have been as big of news if it wasn't for what happened with Ian Rappaport just yesterday. Ian Rappaport reporting it was going to be August. It was going to be later. And then now you've got you know his counterpart coming out, Adam Schefter, which I'm sure Adam Schefter absolutely loved being able to scoop Rappaport on this, that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be cleared to practice. And with Jimmy Garoppolo cleared to practice, that means everything for the 49ers can be put into full gear. They can now trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo could show up at training camp and practice with the San Francisco 49ers. It's a very interesting thing. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the 49ers. Uh, you know, potentially getting these guys out there and, and having them uh, practice. And I mean, could we have Jimmy and Trey standing side by side? I didn't think that was a possibility um, just a little while ago. I didn't think that was going to happen. Uh, so I, I think it's interesting. And if you guys have any questions, go ahead and, and fill up chat with those questions. I'll be more than happy to get into them. But the Jimmy Garoppolo news is one thing. But if the 49ers didn't come from 49ers.com, and hit us with something else that five players were going to be activated from the injured reserve, which was Jason Verrett, which means Jason Verrett could be ready to go right now. He's going to be cleared. And, and then get ready for these names. Javon Kinlaw is going to be cleared. Justin Skule is going to be cleared. Mike McGlinchey is going to be cleared. And here we go. The one I did not expect to see on this list. I did not expect to see him still in the 49ers right now. But D Ford is also going to be activated from the injured reserve list. Uh, this is this was a a big hit from the 49ers as well. So you get the Jimmy Garoppolo news from Adam Schefter. You get the news from 49ers.com that these players are going to be activated from the IR. It, it's just it's one of those things that sounds good. I'm excited about it. And uh it's it's good news. And here we are a week away. It's Wednesday. Next week, training camp starts. The first practices are going to go down for the 49ers, and potentially we're going to have these five players participating in practice, not to mention Jimmy Garoppolo. We don't know what's going to happen with him, but now the ball is officially rolling on potentially they move, you know, them moving him. Uh, you got the New York Giants potentially. And some, you know, David Carr had just brought up the New York Giants, put them in the fray. We've got all the questions with Cleveland. Are they ready to roll with Jacoby Brissett? If they are, if they, you know, if Deshaun Watson's only going to get seven game suspension, which I've heard rumored, uh, then they definitely won't trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. But if it's going to be a full season suspension, Jimmy Garoppolo could end up in Cleveland. And all the while, you've got the Seattle Seahawks sitting back, waiting, hoping that the 49ers will decide at the last minute on August 30th to release Jimmy Garoppolo so that they can go ahead and sign him. Uh, I think uh, it's it's been an interesting day already as far as news goes. This being the absolute uh, huge news that the San Francisco 49ers, you know, have cleared or Jimmy Garoppolo has been cleared and is able to practice because, um, August 16th was, you know, the middle of next month was kind of the thought process. And now it appears that Jimmy Garoppolo was always on target for the end of the month. Don Yee had spoke to media last week and said Jimmy Garoppolo would be ready to go by the end of the month, that he believed Jimmy Garoppolo would be traded by the end of the month. So this is one of those things that's really exciting. I was excited to jump on and talk about, you know, Jimmy, because it's finally uh, news that is moving in a positive direction. 
it's something that is gonna we're gonna have to watch now. And I don't know how many people watching believe Jimmy Garoppolo has the possibility of being a part of the 49ers in 2022, but I never thought that Jimmy Garoppolo would even be at training camp in 2022 originally. Uh, I think the shoulder surgery definitely made it so that was a possibility. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. I'm excited about that. And let me know what you guys think about some of the other things that are going on with D Ford being activated. Cause I don't think anyone thought D Ford was going to be, you know, coming off the IR unless this is just for them re- getting him off the IR so they can release him. Uh, let me know what you think about those players, including Jason Verrett. I mean, we've all been talking for weeks now that a healthy Jason Verrett for the 49ers is, is really nice. And that's what they're hoping to get. And that would be big. Um, so sorry, Tommy, that you're ill, but welcome to chat. I'm glad you're here. Um, I think that, you know, this is some great news for the San Francisco 49ers in, in a multitude of categories. Number one, they can come to some sort of resolution with Jimmy Garoppolo. They can figure out what his role is going to be. Now, Adam Schefter did say in the report that the 49ers are going to be very cautious with him over the summer. They're, of course they will. They do not want him to get hurt again. They don't want something to happen in which would ruin a trade or moving Jimmy Garoppolo to another football team. But him being clear definitely gets the ball rolling. It means now with his agents going out and talking to other teams that they can see Jimmy Garoppolo throw. They understand how good you know Jimmy Garoppolo um, is because they can actually see it now. Before, you didn't know. You didn't know how his recovery was going. You heard the whispers. His agents can say everything that they want to say because you know that's what they do. They're going to talk him up. They're going to say he's better than he's ever been before. But now teams will actually have something tangible that they can see. So Jimmy Garoppolo cleared and ready to be potentially moved by the San Francisco 49ers. Can Don Yee and his agency find a deal that works for the 49ers and for Jimmy Garoppolo? Because Jimmy Garoppolo getting traded to another team probably means he's going to take a little bit less money. So what that money is going to look like Also, the 49ers, how much dead money are they going to have to take on? Are they going to have to take on some of his contract similarly to what Cleveland did uh, with Baker Mayfield? I think that's less likely because Jimmy's contract doesn't have a lot of guaranteed money. Um, But I do think it's something that could happen. So we're going to keep an eye on this uh, as, as it continues to develop. Um, But the, the good news is, is at least we're farther along than we were, you know, not that long ago. You know what I mean? We're farther along in the Jimmy Garoppolo uh, off-season saga, as it would be. So Jimmy Garoppolo cleared. The 49ers also activating five players from injured reserve here pretty soon. I'm very excited about those five players. Jason Verrett, Mike McGlinchey had came out and said yesterday that he was healthy and ready to go, that it was a tendon in his knee that he injured during training camp. Uh, and that once that you know happened, he played on it and then in- ended up getting uh, where he couldn't play anymore during the season in week nine. Um, so uh, Sean Redmond says, if they have to um, better get a higher pick. Yeah, if they have to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's the thing. The way that they've worked out their financials and their salary cap, they do not have to trade Jimmy Garoppolo financially. They don't. They can sit back and say, you know what? Kyle Shanahan can say, I want Jimmy Garoppolo because I know what kind of quarterback he is. And if there's a situation and no one wants to approach that situation, but if Trey Lance was to get hurt for some reason, Jimmy Garoppolo could step in and you wouldn't miss a beat because he's already operated this system 
at a at a pretty high clip. Now he is he would be the best backup quarterback in the entire league, and the 49ers would be paying him for that. Now, if you think about a backup quarterback at $27 million, it gives you a migraine. If you think about it more like in totality as far as the quarterback position accounting for, you know, 35 to 40 million dollars, it's not so bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a lot to pay for a backup quarterback, but it would make you rest easy knowing that if you got into a situation where Trey went down, Jimmy could come in and win football games for you until Trey got back. And I think that is a comfort that, you know, anyone in the organization would like. Now, of course, we do know that Yi has been told to go ahead and look for a trade partner. So if he's looking for a trade partner, the 49ers first intention right now would to me move Jimmy Garoppolo so he can find a starting job in this league. They can get compensation back. Uh, but if that doesn't happen, I don't see Kyle Shanahan just letting Jimmy go for nothing. He's going to want something back because when it comes down to it, Jimmy being on the roster as far as football wise is a better situation for the 49ers than Jimmy just being gone. I mean, they're, they're a better team with Jimmy Garoppolo as a backup quarterback than they are without him. Uh, so it's, it's one of those interesting things that's going to, that's going to happen. And uh, Matt Burgo says, as if he's not going to yield much of a trade, he might not. Uh, it all depends on, you know, who values him or, or what happens. I mean, if we get into week one of training camp, and this has been reported already that the giants are looking at Daniel Jones during week one. If we get into week one of training camp and Daniel Jones is not impressing dabble at all, he could call the 49ers and say, Hey, look, we want to we want to go ahead and get Jimmy Garoppolo. Or if one of these teams suffers an injury to a quarterback, they could call for Jimmy Garoppolo. So the Niners aren't required to make any sort of a move until August 30th. That is the date that they have. So, I mean, they have over a month to work out a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Circumstances around the league can change. The thing we know right now is from now until when until August 30th, Jimmy Garoppolo can get moved. His agent can work on a deal, but Jimmy Garoppolo can practice. He's cleared to go. That means he's healthy, uh, and that is a good, a really good situation for the 49ers. I'm, I'm very excited about this because um, we did not know if we were going to get to this, you know, this resolution. So it, it's really good. Uh, and then um, Matt Brigo says, if a trade happens, it's because someone wants him quick but won't break the bank in late into the offseason. They may not break the bank, but I don't think it's about breaking the bank at this point. It's about the 49ers getting some sort of return back, whether that is going ahead and taking his picks like, you know, uh, Sean Redmond said, I'm expecting a fourth unless we have to eat some salary, then it's a third or a second. And it could be where the 49ers do some uh, pick swaps uh, using Jimmy Garoppolo to advance some of their picks because they have 11 picks next year. I think it could become even more. Uh, with you know players leaving and that sort of thing, or D'Amico Ryan's leaving, that could be another third round pick. But if you trade Jimmy Garoppolo and you take your you know a fifth and a sixth round pick that you have and turn those into a third and a fourth round pick, value wise, that's really big for you. And then you didn't lose Jimmy Garoppolo for nothing by releasing him and not getting anything back. So I think that is something that the 49ers could take into account is doing that a little bit of uh, pick swap type things, send some picks back, send some seventh round picks, some six round picks to the opposing team and get earlier picks for you. I think that would work. Uh, so we'll see what they, what they do, but they want to move Jimmy for the best situation. Uh, David Assel says, Jimmy's not worth all the trouble, man. Just cut the man. Um, but why cut him now? You, you don't have to cut him now. 
you can cut him on August 30th. Nothing changes. Absolutely nothing changes from now, from here until then. So you have this window at which you can sit back and wait and see if something happens. I mean, what if somebody decides they need a quarterback? Or what if somebody gets has an injury? You know, I mean, heaven forbid Matt Ryan gets hurt with the Indianapolis Colts. They're not going to want to sit back and not win. They're a win-now organization and team, or they wouldn't have went out and got a older Matt Ryan. They want to win. They would be then be interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. So you just don't know what's going to happen right now. And with everything unresolved in Cleveland, I think the 49ers are smart to wait. And if they decide on August 30th that they're going to need to release Jimmy Garoppolo, then they leave less time for him for another team to pick him up. I think it's a good situation for the 49ers to be in. And financially, it has no harm to them. I think this is kind of the same thing that happens with D Ford. We don't know for sure. And now the 49ers could turn around once he's been activated from injured reserve and release him. We'll see what happens there. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see if that happens. And Luke Linus says, let the drama begin. Yeah, I think that there will be a little bit of drama if he's actually at training camp competing um, with Trey Lance. I fully expect Trey Lance to get all the first team reps for Jimmy Garoppolo to be a support. I wonder how much Jimmy Garoppolo is going to actually participate in training camp, if at all. I would say the 49ers would be very, um, you know, go easy on him and, and limit what he does, making sure that he's safe and healthy. They don't want any injuries to happen, so that way they couldn't move him. All the while, though, he does need to prove that he can do it on at a consistent basis. He needs to go ahead and be practicing. I mean, it was it was just a month ago that Brian Baldinger was saying the 49ers needed to showcase Jimmy Garoppolo during the preseason so that way they could go ahead and move him, that teams could feel comfortable with how Jimmy Garoppolo's shoulder was looking. So it's one of those things where it's a catch-22. Do you play him risk of injury to showcase him or do you just protect your investment and wait and see, you know, what a team ends up offering you and just play it out until August 30th? Um, so it's it's it doesn't have to be decided. That's the good news. It doesn't have to be decided right now. So I, I do like that. Um, let's see. Uh, BV says, do you think Kyle might be hanging on to Jimmy until Lance proves himself a security blanket? I mean, I wouldn't put it past. Kyle Shanahan, I don't know Kyle Shanahan's thought process when it comes to this, but I do know that the 49ers like to stockpile talent. They like to have as much talent as they can. And one of the things that Kyle Shanahan has been very clear on over the last few years, and I think it's a lot of it came from the Jimmy Garoppolo injury situation, was the fact that they needed to make sure this quarterback room was secure. They moved on from Nick Mullins. They moved on from, uh, from C.J. Beathard. And they went a different route and they rebuilt this room. And that room, part of the way it got better was by adding Trey Lance, a very, very good quarterback, a uh, rookie quarterback to back up Jimmy Garoppolo. And it proved to work. He came in against the Houston Texans and won a football game that helped the Niners get to the playoffs, which I think is really, really exciting. So they could in turn, Kyle Shanahan could say, you know what, value wise, Jimmy Garoppolo freeing up that salary doesn't mean nothing to me. That six round pick, that we were going to get back doesn't mean anything to me. I'd rather have Jimmy the player. And if he thinks that Jimmy the player is worth more value than those picks, he will keep Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, do I think he has a lot of faith in Trey Lance? I do. I think he thinks Trey Lance is going to go out there and get it done. I think it has less to do with his belief in Trey Lance's abilities as far as a security blanket 
and more just in case something happens injury-wise. So if, if it's an injury-wise situation as a security blanket, that makes sense. If it's, a, if it's a security blanket as far as he believes maybe Trey Lance isn't ready, I think that's not exactly the situation. David Hasselhoff says this injury was minor for it to take this long and he'll just shows how injury prone Jimmy is. I don't know exactly the parameters around the shoulder injury, but anytime you require surgery, it's going to take longer to come back. And I'm sure Jimmy Garoppolo took his time making sure that he was getting healthy. He wants no situation in which he can get hurt again because he's going into contract year. That's part of the reason he doesn't want to be a backup quarterback for the 49ers. He wants to play for another team as a starter. Even if he can, even if he takes less money, he wants to do that. So that way he can go out there and prove that he deserves to be a starting quarterback and to make another big contract. He's still young enough that he can get a pretty good contract out in this league. And I do believe that Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the best 32 quarterbacks. He should be a starter, but He's not a starter in San Francisco because they spent a lot of draft capital to get Trey Lance. You can see the upside. Uh, Trey Lance has got a lot of ability. You know, I don't think that Kyle Shanahan would turn this into a competition. I think it's going to be Trey Lance, but I think Jimmy could be a support behind him. And of course, it could turn into a circus with the media asking so many questions. What is up, Ernest? I'm glad you jumped in to chat. And what is up, everyone that is going uh, awesome in chat right now? I'm having a really good time with everyone there. And if you got if you got questions, go ahead and leave them. It's like Jess said, you know, if, if you want to guarantee that I read your comment, leave a super chat. I'll be more than happy to do it. If not, just leave your comments in there as well, and I'll try to get to them if I can. But when it comes down to this 49ers team, you had some big news. And Jimmy Garoppolo being cleared definitely changed everything uh, that happened, um, you know, with what Ian Rappaport was reporting, you know. And I, I remember jumping on yesterday and going and checking out John Chapman, who did it, a, a very good video talking about everything that had to go on, you know, with Jimmy Garoppolo potentially not being ready until August, uh, middle of August, and he laid it out perfectly of how everything was going to work. And then all of a sudden today it gets thrown into a loop because Adam Schefter comes out and says, wait, 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 it's not August that he's going to get cleared. He's cleared right now. And I, I think that was big. And it goes more to what Don Yee was saying. And, and thanks so much, Dan, for the comments on the hat. I really appreciate that. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Uh, Eric Dane says that face you make when you realize we're going to keep talking about G Jimmy even after because Jimmy stands will want to say he's better than Trey. I don't think the Jimmy conversations are going to go away until Trey Lance is officially the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers and he's out there executing at a high level. And then those, those conversations will go away. I mean, unfortunately the same things have happened to a lot of, NFL quarterbacks around the league. And I make a comparison between Joe Montana and Steve Young sometimes. And I know people think that I'm talking about them as far as player caliber. I'm not. I'm just talking about this certain situation where you had a incumbent quarterback that everyone really cared about. Now, the difference is, right, Joe won four Super Bowls. Jimmy didn't. But it's a quarterback that people have grown accustomed to loving. I mean, there's people that really, really care about Jeff Garcia as well. And then when a quarterback comes in and takes that spot, some people aren't ready for that change, right, wrong, indifferent, whatever it is. Fans become fans of players, just like they do with the team. So 
I think that there will be people that are going to be with Jimmy at first. I think at some point, though, well, everyone will embrace Trey Lance. But right now, Jimmy Garoppolo is still a part of the San Francisco 49ers. He's cleared. Uh, so it's 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 interesting. And and Warren Brown, what's up, says trade season. It could be trade season. Lou says, uh, hey, hi, TTC. Does this mean he's available to move immediately? Came late. It does mean if he's cleared, like Adam Schefter said, he is able to be moved now. They can trade him. Don Yee and his uh, agency is actively seeking a trade partner for the 49ers. Of course, the 49ers will sign off on something that works best for them. And if it doesn't show up, uh, then he could be a part of this organization at least until August 30th when they ultimately have to make the decision. We'll see. Uh, David Asselson, Trey's already started. Jimmy's literally only here because nobody wanted him. I think I I agree with your first half. Trey is already the starter. I believe that the locker rooms came out. Fred Warner said it. Uh, you had yeah, Robbie Gold talking about his leadership in the locker room. That is for sure. So I agree with you on that, David. As far as nobody literally wanted him, there were teams, I'm sure, that wanted him. Maybe they didn't want to pay the price the San Francisco 49ers wanted. So if you're saying the Niners' value of him was more than I, I think you would be accurate again, David. Um, but I think the shoulder did throw a big kink and then them being able to go ahead and get, and get a player. Uh, so, uh, Donald Johnson says no one is more uh, pro Jimmy than Ronbo. I'm from Ronbo sports. Ronbo is definitely a pro Jimmy guy. Uh, I, I think that, you know, that, that happens. I mean, people get really into players, you know? Um, so I, I think that that happens, but it's fun. And, uh, and, and we're having this conversation about Jimmy Garoppolo, and I want to make sure I, I comment about the other news that happened before anyone that jumped in late is five San Francisco 49er players are being activated or are close to being activated from injured reserve. And this comes from 49ers.com. So you know it's, it's good. You're getting Jason Verrett back. You're getting Javon Kinlaw, Mike McGlinchey, Justin Skule, and then the surprising fifth one, what it means, not sure, but D Ford cleared as well. So if the 49ers are planning on letting D Ford go out there and compete, he definitely can. If they were planning on releasing him, now could be the time. So here we go with some of this conversation. Uh, Sean Redmond says, I think it'll be by the end of the month for Jimmy. So let me know also what you think about those five players being activated. Who are you excited about? I know I was excited to see Jason Verrett's name on there. McGlinchey kind of let the cat out of the bag yesterday with his comments. I was actually thinking about doing a news episode today about those comments. Uh, but here we go. Now we're on it. Uh, Lou says, Ant, what do you feel is the line of departure that the 49ers would take to move him? I don't know exactly what it is because Kyle Shanahan has to believe the value at which they're getting back equals the play that they would get from Jimmy if they needed him. So it's a value thing. They have to figure out what that value is. Is that a third round pick? Is that a fourth round pick? Is that just taking two of their picks from next season's draft and moving them up? If that happens, then you know maybe they would move on from. But I think it's going to come down to Kyle when it comes at the in the last minute. He is weird about his quarterback position after what happened with Mullins and, and Beathard. He doesn't want to come into that situation again. I think he feels comfortable with Nate Sudfeld as the backup quarterback to go win him maybe like one game. But I would feel a lot more comfortable with Jimmy Garoppolo as my backup quarterback than Nate Sudfeld. My problem is I don't want to pay my backup quarterback $27 million when I could pay Nate Sudfeld a guaranteed $2 million. Uh, so I, I think that that is something they have to weigh into it. But when it comes down to it, I doubt 
Kyle Shanahan cares about money. Uh, that is something that John Lynch has to worry about. That's something that Prague Marathi has to worry about. That's not something Kyle Shanahan worries about. Kyle Shanahan worries about putting together the best 53-man roster. So, uh, and Sean Redmond says, oh man, I love Verrett and Kinlaw, but I was shocked about Ford. I was shocked as well. Um, that was one that uh, caught me off guard reading that list and seeing D Ford. I was actually just about to come live when 49ers.com uh, put the notification out there. I thought, wow, that's interesting. thought that would be a fun thing to talk about as well because I think everyone, I mean, universally, I don't remember anyone talking about D Ford potentially being on this roster in 22. Everyone universally thought he was going to be released on June 1st. He wasn't released on June 1st. Then at minicamp, you have Kyle Shanahan talking about D Ford could, uh, you know, be uh, released still. He didn't see him a part of his roster, but he was coming in for a physical the week after minicamp and then nothing crickets. There was a thought maybe he didn't pass. That's why they didn't say anything, but he must have passed if he's going to be cleared from injured reserve. So we're going to see what happens with D Ford. It's, it's definitely interesting. Uh, with him i'm i'm definitely excited about it uh david also said niners would trade jimmy if there was an offer if there is a tangible offer they will trade jimmy garoppolo if it makes sense for the organization i don't think they're just going to sell him you know for nothing uh, but if it came down to it and it was a choice between releasing jimmy garoppolo or trading him for a sixth or seventh round pick i think they would do that because that makes sense but it's going to come down to kyle it, kyle shanahan is going to have more influence on this than you know, than any other person in that organization because he's not going to want to give up on Jimmy Garoppolo for absolutely nothing. That's just, that's how he rolls. That is him. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Marvin Rose says, if the Niners can keep Jimmy and have him back up Lance, they would be better off. As far as football goes, Marvin, you are definitely right. Jimmy Garoppolo would be the best backup quarterback in the NFL. The 49ers would have the best quarterback situation in the entire NFL. One, two quarterbacks. You could compare them to anyone else in the league, and they would be the number one team. So I think that that is something to take into consideration. The problem is if you plan on trading Jimmy Garoppolo into the season, if the trade deadline comes and somebody really needs a quarterback, you may not have a Nate Sudfeld as a backup quarterback. So once you decide to roll with Jimmy, you might ultimately have to roll with Jimmy for the entire 17 game season, which if you, if you, if you love it, do it. Um, so, and then Tommy Huxley says, "Aunt, did you hear the news of a Niner signing a first rounder? So right before going live, Tommy, I saw that Brad from the SF Niners put out that he was trying to confirm the 49ers were going to sign a first rounder. And he did say it wasn't Julio Jones. So I did see that coming from Brad. I'm waiting for confirmation. Uh, Tommy says OBJ to the Niners. Is that confirmed or is that something that um, you think is going to happen? Because uh, Brad was definitely teasing it out there. Um, so we'll see what happens. And when it comes down to it, Brad doesn't just go out there and say, that he has a source or something's going to happen. And the fact he is going through the process of confirming means he's a reliable source. So let's see what happens from the SF Niners. Let's see what happens from Brad. Maybe we're going to get even more news from the San Francisco 49ers today. So let me know, Tommy, if, if you're saying OBJ to the Niners is happening or that's what you think is going to happen. Uh, either way, I'm, I'm excited to talk about all that potential. Okay, not confirmed. So that would be interesting, though, because the conversation, I'll, I'll take it a little bit, the conversation with the 49ers wide receiver room has been five wide receivers. If you throw OBJ into that mix, uh, then they're keeping six wide receivers, and that means 
what you keep an eight offensive lineman instead of nine you're moving on from one of these young guys uh you keeping one less defensive lineman instead of keeping 11 you're keeping 10 it throws the 53 man roster out of whack uh that would be very very interesting uh david says jimmy's making 27 million stop with the backup stuff that's ridiculous at that price it may seem ridiculous to everyone else um but it's only ridiculous if you know if you think it is and if the organization believes jimmy's value carries that weight i mean they signed him for that contract and understood that he was going to be a part of this contract would i personally pay a quarterback 27 million dollars to be my backup no i definitely wouldn't want to do that um but i'm not kyle shanahan i don't i'm i'm not him i'm not making those big decisions that him and john lynch are making i don't have my butt on the hot seat if i'm not able to win a super bowl here in the next few years with a young quarterback um, so they're going to make a decision that works out best for them. Do I think Jimmy ultimately gets moved? I do. I think Jimmy's going to get moved. They're going to get some picks for him. And then they're going to, you know, move in a positive direction. They gave, to, you know, a guaranteed contract to Nate Sudfeld. So I think they feel comfortable moving with Nate Sudfeld and Trey Lance as the quarterback room. But if they're not going to get anything back, it's going to make their decision a little bit harder. And and if that happens, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, 49 Fogies is saying, OBJ, no way. Uh, so Gary wants no part of Odell Beckham Jr. in San Francisco. We do know that Kyle Shanahan uh, has liked OBJ for a long time, and it's famous. You can go look it up online. You can go see uh, John Lynch and OBJ talking when uh, Odell was with the Giants, and he said, come get me. Uh, so there has always been that flirtation. Uh, John Lynch said last year when Odell Beckham signed with the Rams that the Niners weren't in a good situation to sign him because they weren't a winning football team. So it's it's one of those things where Odell Beckham's always a possibility. This has been teased almost since Odell Beckham has been in the league that he would come to San Francisco. I'm not sure it's a reality, um, but with the 49ers having five to six million dollars of free cap space, uh, they they could do it. And then uh, Paul says, can you get OBJ without his dad? Um, there, great comment. There's a lot of stuff that goes on with Odell Beckham. So uh, Ernest says, if you own the Niners, would you pay Jimmy that money to be a backup? I If I'm, if I was Jed York, of course, I want to let my coach, my coaches make their decision. I want my front office to make their decision, but I would sit there and I would ask them now, is Jimmy Garoppolo, me paying Jimmy Garoppolo $27 million, going to ensure us the best possible situation to win the Super Bowl? Because I want to win the Super Bowl. And remember, I've been the one that said that Jed York at some point has got to go full Eddie D and be like, I don't care what we have to do, win a Super Bowl. Uh, and I've been waiting for that to happen. I don't know if that's going to happen, but if I was the owner, would I be willing to pay somebody $27 million to be a backup? if I felt there was no other way to improve my, my team with that money and that that was the best situation for the team. Absolutely. If I had the salary cap space, I'm doing it because I know that if my team wins the Super Bowl, that 27 million means nothing as far as value to the 49ers. As soon as you become a six time Super Bowl champion, all of a sudden your organization is worth more money. You're going to get that $27 million. No problem. So that's an investment I'd be willing to make but I would want to leave it to my football guys. I never want to step on their toes and make decisions. I got to trust them to go ahead and do it. So if they felt they could win with Nate Sudfeld and didn't need Jimmy Garoppolo and we could reinvest his $25 million that it would free up, then that's what I would do. But uh, yeah. Uh, and Donald says, isn't OBJ out for the year? No, OBJ 
will be out for a significant amount of time. That's why him signing right now doesn't make a lot of sense. With his injury happening all the way at the end of the, the season, his, he's not going to be ready to go until later on this year. I mean, I don't know if it's October, uh, around there. October, November is when OBJ could be ready to go. So I don't think the signing would be right now. Uh, so I don't think so. And BV saying nothing on the web about OBJ to the Niners. No, there's 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 not going to be nothing. I don't think it's Odell Beckham Jr. I think it'll be a different first round pick. Uh, but it is interesting. It is definitely interesting to see if they end up getting you know one of these guys um, a first rounder. If if that's something that uh, Brad is right about, I mean we could have a really exciting day. You know, another signing of a, a really talented player. Um, so we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see if that happens. Um. I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm definitely waiting for it. Um, but Jimmy Garoppolo, now the 49ers have a decision to make. That Of course, I'm, I'm sure if they're wanting to trade him, they would love to get him traded in the next week or so. Trading him in the next week or so means they don't have to make decisions because next Tuesday, the, the players are supposed to arrive in Santa Clara for training camp. That's when the players check in. They go through you know all their medical. They, they do all of that stuff. They get comfortable with their situations. Um, so are they going to invite him? They excused him from minicamp. Would they excuse him again? Don't know. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, you know what? I don't know. So if someone will look that up for me. I don't remember when JC Trader was drafted. I don't believe it was a first round pick, but Donald, I could I don't know that for sure. And Paul says Darquez Denard was a first rounder. Yeah, there's there's other first rounders that are gonna come cheap. It's just always interesting because depending on what position they play, you plug and play them in the 49ers, and all of a sudden, you know, they become a big time player. Um, but with Jimmy, are are they gonna invite him? You know, I think that's something to um to to watch let's see what they do are they gonna are they gonna have him at training camp and then in what capacity if he does come because he is a part of this organization and, you know that was one of the things they asked kyle shanahan and he said if jimmy's cleared and ready to go he's gonna practice and that's the coaching mindset so him being there could make it very interesting you're gonna have you know the coaches are gonna be available for comments you get a lot of press conferences after practice from players from coaches you're going to get an idea of, you know, what is going on with Jimmy Garoppolo. I know I'm planning on being out there for training camp. I'm going to be watching. If I see number 10, I'm going to be keeping an eye on what he's doing. And thank you, Dan Rustic, for saying JC Trader was not a first rounder. I didn't think so. There's not very many centers that end up going in the first round. So um, who that player is going to be, I, we're going to have to wait for Brad to get it out there or for Schefter or one of them to go ahead and scoop him which we definitely know, you know, they could do because uh, they got all the connections, but I'm, I'm glad that Brad's out there on this and I hope he gets uh, full recognition for it. He's a good guy in the 49ers community and he does a really good job um, with everything with the SF Niners. So if you haven't already had an opportunity to check him out on social media or on Twitter, you know, or uh, even on YouTube, uh, go ahead and check it out and, and see what's going on there. And so, I mean, the right now, everything's going crazy. People are talking about the, the potential trade destinations for Jimmy Garoppolo. This kicked everything into high gear as far as Jimmy getting moved on uh, from the San Francisco 49ers. So uh, right now, Jimmy Garoppolo, there will be no movement. Um, and Dan Rossick did clarify that J.C. Treader was a fourth-round pick. So it's not Treader. Thank you, BB50, for doing it as well. It's not Treader that Brad is talking about. Um, it's somebody else. So which first round picks are available out there in the open market? 
Um, don't know for sure. I'll have to look at that at some point. I'll look at it later. Um, we are going live tomorrow at 5 p.m. also. So anything that happens, we can talk about. It. Of course, if there's more breaking news tonight, if that first round pick gets or first round pick signing gets announced, I'll hop back on again because I definitely want to have that conversation with everyone. Um, but Jimmy Garoppolo, let me let me let me say this. Jimmy Garoppolo now being able to seek a trade moves us back farther along than we've been. And I think that is a good situation because it looked like resolution was farther away. When in Rappaport reported yesterday that it was going to be middle of August, resolution seemed farther away because it seemed like, okay, he wasn't going to be cleared till then. Then the 49ers were going to have to work him out. What would, would there be enough time for teams to see him from the middle of August to the end of August when final cuts happen because on august 30th they have to make a decision on jimmy garoppolo or his money becomes guaranteed of course if you traded him after that it becomes prorated and all that um but it just gets you know they're paying some of his salary at that point so that kind of changed the timeline with him being cleared now that's well over a month you know that's five weeks uh five six weeks for them to determine if jimmy garoppolo can get traded and it don Yee and them can go out there and get this done so the 49ers, you know, definitely are sitting in a better situation than they were a week ago or yesterday with the reports that were coming for me and Rappaport. So Adam Schefter definitely uh, put the 49ers in a good situation that I love uh, because now we know what the situations are. Um, and Dan Rostick is, is going through and, and checking out some players. Uh, it says Sheldon Richardson. He was a first rounder. Uh, maybe, maybe they go line again. And, uh, David Hassel says, Mike McGlinchey looks skinny on that interview. Yeah. Mike McGlinchey actually discussed his weight a little bit. And that's been a topic of conversation, David, since, uh, 2020, where he lost a lot of weight, played at a lower weight, um, and then wasn't able to anchor in pass sets. I mean, he was getting bullied and pushed back. So he went back to putting on, uh, weight. He got up to 320 pounds and he looked big. He looked strong. And, it looked like he was he was anchoring pretty well. The problem was not sure his body could hold up to that weight because Mike McGlinchey, Joe Staley, and these guys, they're not built to handle 320 pounds. They have to eat a lot to get there. That's why when you see these guys retire, a lot of their weight comes off right away. Um, they're eating crazy to be able to stay at that weight. So McGlinchey is not normally a 320-pound man. So he said he's going to play this year at 310. So it's a 10-pound difference. He's definitely going to be thinner. The question's going to be, because we know he'll be athletic. He'll be able to move. He won't lose that 2020. He was tremendous on second-level blocks and able to get you know all the run-blocking things that he needed to do. He was doing them. But in the past sets, he was struggling. So I don't know what 310 pounds is going to look like. Could he maintain the strength yet at 320 but play at 310? He could. Uh, we'll, we'll see what that what that looks like for Mike McGlinchey, but definitely he had to release weight because of the tendon. Uh, so yeah, he's going to be looking a little bit different. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Luke Linus says, Ant, when Lance starts the new entertainment, we'll be watching fans like they can evaluate the quarterback position and turn coat on all their takes, opinions and lack vision before he started. Um, I think, yeah, I, I think a lot of times people get excited um, and and talk about, you know, players. I mean, there, there's a lot of people on Twitter that have break down, you know, Trey Lance already. And it's like Trey Lance is still developing. He's still he's still growing. 
He's going to be a good quarterback in this league, but we're going to have to live through the ups and downs. And there's going to be people that are going to believe he's going to go ahead and go off for over 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, you know, at 10 picks. It's going to be a ridiculously good year, and he's going to put himself in the MVP race. And if he did, great. You know, and then there's fans that know that if, if you get a performance that helps your football team win games, that's all you're really asking for out of the quarterback position while he's learning the quarterback position. Because once he does learn it, uh, then he can use all of his elite traits because no one can deny Trey Lance has absolute elite traits and the mental capacity to be able to run Kyle Shanahan's offense. So I, I think that there will be people that are going to have wrong takes, and that's okay. If you have wrong takes, it's okay. Own your takes and then just move on. I mean, we're all wrong. Uh, there's no way we can be right 100% of the time, especially when it comes to players and how they're going to play. Uh, last year, you know, I'm, I was wrong plenty of times, and that's okay. It's okay to be wrong. Uh, it's okay to have opinions. That's the fun part. We all have opinions, and I get to see all of your opinions in chat every single day. You guys let me know in comments. And, and that's the fun part because I get to see different perspectives on the same game that I'm watching. And all of our perspectives have merit. We just see things differently. So having a conversation about it definitely enhances everybody's experience about watching football because the more intelligent you are as far as football goes, the more fun it is. You understand more things that go on. So I really love having these conversations. And David says, I remember going into the offseason and Jimmy thought he was the best free agent quarterback. Then boom, nobody wants him because of injury. I do think Jimmy Garoppolo thought that it was going to be easy to go ahead and trade him. Now, if he would have gotten uh, fully cleared and not had to have surgery, I think the 49ers already would have moved on from him. They would have already traded him. I think there was a market then. Unfortunately, as the injury happened, more quarterbacks became available. As soon as Deshaun Watson came available and Atlanta started flirting, that put another quarterback out there with Matt Ryan. There was no reason for Matt Ryan to want to leave Atlanta. He didn't want to leave. They didn't want to lose him. But when they flirted, it ended up happening. So I think that there were some circumstance into it. But do I think that maybe Jimmy Garoppolo's value was overstated? I do think that is the case, um, but you're worth whatever someone was willing to pay for you. And I don't know if they would have got a second. I don't believe John Lynch was offered two twos for Jimmy Garoppolo because I think if he if he was, he would have taken that deal. So um, Marvin Rose's aunt, don't you think that Kyle will run Jimmy out in the preseason game to show him off so he can be traded? That is the that's the catch twenty two, uh, Marvin. I think that Jimmy Garoppolo being out there and playing is a good situation for the for the 49ers for the fact that the league gets to see Jimmy Garoppolo's healthy he can still do all the things that you want Jimmy Garoppolo to do in your system you can plug and play him right now he's one of the best 32 quarterbacks here's the problem what do we know from 2018 20 you know 2019 a little bit but 2020 2021 Jimmy Garoppolo can get hurt what happens if on one of those snaps Jimmy Garoppolo takes a hit in the preseason and gets hurt then he doesn't have the value. Then you're on the hook uh, for Jimmy Garoppolo. So I think that I, I think Kyle Shanahan it would want to run him out there to show him off to the league. Uh, but I think there would be a little leery of it just in case something happened to Jimmy Garoppolo. So Dan Rossick says, I don't think they would sign an offensive tackle, but Eric Fisher is a first round free agent. I did see Eric Fisher uh, mentioned in the comments of that uh, exact post, Eric Fisher would be interesting. Uh, it's it's an interesting thought too, for the mere fact that number one, he's injured a lot. Number two, Mike McGlinchey's cleared and coming back. 
you, that means you have Mike McGlinchey, you have Trent Williams, minus them wanting to move Mike McGlinchey inside, which I don't think they want to do. I, I, I don't understand that for, for a signing, um, but I get it because he is a first-round pick that's you know, a free agent, and there's actually a lot of really good football players out there um, that are free agents. Now, I'm going to throw one out there who's a free agent, who's under the radar that maybe no one would think about. What if it's... What what you know? What if it's one of these? Uh, what if it's like John Ross? You know what I mean? Somebody that no one's thinking about. That's a first round pick. Uh, you know, maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, um, and then David says a, a great comment. I actually like this one uh, a lot. Uh, Burford is McGlinchey's replacement after the season. I think Spencer Burford could definitely end up being the replacement for Mike McGlinchey next year after his fifth year option has played out. I think that's a great comment. Spencer Burford, I'm very high on Burford. He's a good player. Um, I'm very high on Nick Sakel. I thought they did a really good job with this draft. I think they did pretty good last year, too. If Bank steps into left guard and Jalen Moore is able to be a, swall, a solid swing tackle or compete with Daniel Brunskill for right guard, then I think the Niners have knocked it out of the park with their offensive line draft picks over the last two seasons. And that's good for longevity of this offensive line. Now, Chris Forster just has to do his magic and go ahead and handle it. And Jay Ellie comes through. What's up, Jay Ellie? Welcome to chat. I'm always glad when Jay Ellie jumps in. Uh, Jay Ellie says Eric Fisher is retired. So if Eric Fisher is retired, um, then there's there's no reason you know to, to move that on. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see who this first round pick ends up being. I'm I'm kind of interested in it. It could be one of those uh, excited about nothing situations, but uh, it could be something fun as well. And uh, David says Zakel is a future center or guard. I agree. I think Nick Sakel would make a fantastic center. And Dan Rustick just brought up the other name I was thinking about, Will Fuller. Uh, Will Fuller's speed and athletic ability has been something that I know Kyle Shanahan would love to have in his system. But yeah, Nick Sakel, I believe, can be something big for the 49ers. I do believe that they moved him inside the guard to get him comfortable with an inside move to allow him to get comfortable with that position. If he learns it and feels comfortable playing on the interior, they could start using him in some center situations i think at some point they at least give him a run in practice to see what happens if he's able to pick up all of the protections you know be able to move the offensive line around there's a lot of responsibility for centers in the nfl nick zakel is one of the most intelligent guys on the entire 49ers or, or roster um so maybe that would happen uh and if if that happens that would be fun and jl says fuller would be would add something he would you're talking about now that would be a reason to keep a six wide receiver. Uh, you're talking speed on speed on speed for the Niners team now. Uh, Brandon Uke is not slow. And then you throw in the fact you have Ray Ray McLeod, Danny Gray, and Will Fuller to go with Debo Samuel. You want to take the top off the defense. You want to give Trey Lance ability to go down the field. Uh, he would have he would have it all over the place. And, you know, you look at some of these teams that have built with speed around the organization and maybe that would happen. I mean, I even seen that uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, they have so much speed and ability now. They're thinking about releasing Jalen Rager. It's it's crazy how much talent is at the wide receiver position around the league. Um, Luke says Wilson, Watson, Ryan, Wentz, Trubisky, Baker, Jameis, Marcus, all available. And Jimmy, just because available, three Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two are top six. Or the slower crowd. Okay. Uh, Ernest says, do you think Shanahan seen his O-line rating in Madden now he wants to make some changes? I don't, I mean, do I think Shanahan saw it? Yeah. Do I think Shanahan plays Madden? Yeah. Do I think what Madden says his O-line uh, rating is is going to influence what he does as far as picking up players? 
No, uh, you're talking about a guy who once had Fusco playing right guard. Uh, this is a he 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 does not value interior offensive linemen as much as other teams around the league. He has a simple way of going about it. He values offensive tackle, left tackle, then he uh, then the right tackle, then the center, and that's where he usually puts his money. And then the guards have been guys that they've traded for that maybe didn't work out somewhere else that they've developed. A Daniel Brunskill, who's an undrafted free agent that's just how they go about it so uh anything on the safety baits from cincinnati haven't heard anything about that jay ellie so i can't really comment on uh baits right now i just i just know that there was he wasn't happy with the with the contract as far as being um franchise tagged and he was potentially looking to move but i've heard nothing i don't expect cincinnati to want to move on from him maybe they'll work out something here pretty soon uh ronnie montoya says if you could get emmanuel sanders back for the cheap would you do it I think it it means, you know, like, what are you adding him for? Because I think at this stage in his career, his role would be pretty similar to what you're going to get from a Jawan Jennings. Even though they're different style of play, he runs, you know, he's been proven to run better routes. The speed is not there anymore. That's one thing Emmanuel Sanders has lost. Him knowing where to sit down in zones, knowing where to go, how to use leverage is all fantastic. But I just don't know if you need that right now in your in your organization. Now, if you suffered an injury to any one of your wide receivers, yeah, I would call Emmanuel Sanders. He could step in day one and do something for your team. I just think he's a different player than he was when he came to the 49ers in 2019 and even when he was with the Denver Broncos beforehand where he was still fantastic. So uh, I, I think I think that maybe that's, that's what we're thinking with him. Uh, Pat Riley says, I would take a well-rested 66-year-old Joe Montana over Jimmy G or Trey. The coaching staff could work around Joe's arthritis. Uh, Joe is Joe's the GOAT, man. Joe is the greatest of all time. Love that guy. Um, so it's it's really good. And Hugo G, welcome to chat, says, so did Ford get cut yet? No, he hasn't been cut yet, but he is going to be activated for the from the injured reserve list. Uh, so now they could make a move on him. He's at, passed a physical to be able to be cleared. He must have passed, which means now a decision can be made. They can either release him or they can just let him go out there in training camp and see what happens. And if he's able to uh, play at a high level, they could keep him on the roster. But he's definitely now can be moved. And if they do move him, he, he could be a corresponding move. You got Brad from the SF Niners talking about the Niners signing a first-round pick. If they are, D4 could be the corresponding move where they sign a first-round pick. And then they go ahead and they move on um, you know, from that. Now, one thing that's interesting that I'll bring out there, I don't know how true it is, and I see JLE talking about Julio Jones. I'll talk about that in one second. But you had the Bobby Brown from the Los Angeles Rams that got suspended, their backup nose tackle. And then there was all the reports about Indomitian Sue potentially going to Los Angeles. Indomitian Sue was a first-round pick. Indomitian Sue has worked with Chris Kacerik. Could Indomitian Sue be the defense uh, be the first round pick that brad's talking about i i don't know that for sure um but jle we do know it's not julio jones brad did confirm it wasn't julio uh he didn't say who it was but he said it wasn't julio so at least he made it clear on that um so yeah i mean uh jle says damn imaging imagining uh ford was health if ford was healthy yeah we don't know where ford is going to be with any of this as far as health wise but the fact that he got cleared and they didn't release him you know, right away, they could have done it already. Um, so they're waiting. We'll see. We'll see who's going to show up next Tuesday when the players have to report. 
We'll see who's going to be out there on Wednesday when the first day of practice happens. That's what's going to be interesting. And with these five guys getting brought back from IR, it looks like the 49ers are going to go out there with a full 90-man roster of healthy football players. And this is going to be a fun camp. I'm excited about it. I'm really excited about it. Um, I, I'm going to, I mean, I, I've just been talking about this for almost an hour now. And uh, it's just, it's been a lot of fun. I, it really has. Um, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to let you guys have about five more minutes of questions. If you guys got anything to throw in, in, in the next five minutes, go ahead and do it. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to go over the story, uh, what happened so far, answer any questions, and then I'm going to get out of here. Um, first off, Jimmy Garoppolo has been cleared. It means that Don Yee and his group can now look for a trade partner. We know the 49ers are allowing them also to discuss contract negotiations as far as restructuring his contract. That way they don't take on any implications of that. Uh, that's number one. Uh, number two is the 49ers have five guys that they're bringing back from the I IR. Jason Verrett, Justin Skewell, Javon Kinlaw, Mike McGlinchey, and D Ford. And those are some absolute big names. Okay, that's that's that. Uh, those are the that's the big news right now. And of course, the SF Niners is reporting that the Niners are close to signing a first round pick, but he is reaching out to the player. So Jay Ellie, I don't know who the sources are for the SF Niners. What I do know is Brad is reached out to the player to confirm. So with him reaching out to the player to confirm, we will get confirmation, and that means he's. He's doing it the right way. He's handling business the right way. And at some point, we're going to get somebody's going to announce this. So I'm excited about it. And then you got Dan Rossick saying, JPP. I mean, he's out there. I mean, the, the Niners are never against adding defensive linemen. Just do you need another edge rusher? You have nine. You have seven. That should make this roster that could make any NFL roster in the league that is ridiculous. And if they did add JPP, oh man, talk about absolute chaos. Uh, the, the reps and everything in training camp would be fun to watch. Uh, I wouldn't put it past them. The 49ers are never against adding more and more talent to their very talented 90-man roster and potentially 53-man roster. So I'm definitely excited about that. Wow. Uh, that would be interesting. Yeah, and now I'm going to be going through the list, trying to find something uh, that happens. And and yeah, the things I appreciate Marvin Rose for coming through. Donald, uh, yeah, it's exciting. I, I had a really good time with this one, everybody. This was a fun conversation. If something breaks, if something happens in the 49ers, make a signing. You know you can come right back here. I'll jump on again and have that conversation. Uh, it's exciting times in 49ers land. We're, we're getting ready for training camp to kick off. We are now seven days away from, or yeah, from training camp kicking off next Wednesday. Uh, I will be there on Wednesday, ready to, ready to check it out. And Jay Ellie says, is there a first round center out there? I don't believe there is. We went over this a little bit earlier. JC Treader was a fourth round pick. Um, to me, it would, it would, yeah, it would make sense. A uh, first round pick, Hugo saying first round pick, is it outside of the 49ers or can it be MM? I think it's outside of the 49ers organization. So uh, Rostick saying Xavier Rose, Dan, you've been coming up some really good names. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to have to get into this and maybe we'll get resolution today. If they actually announce the signing or maybe Brad is able to confirm it. I think that would be fun. Uh, Pat Riley says Jimmy G is 33 wins and 14 losses in his career as a starting quarterback. What uh, what if he matters more to winning than people give him credit for? That is a very, very good question, Pat. Uh, and he could mean a lot. And if that is the case, 
then I would expect Kyle Shanahan to want to keep him on this roster and be willing to pay his salary. I just don't know if that's the case, but it is a little nerve wracking. I'm sure for a lot of people getting rid of a player that is one that's a proven winner, like Jimmy Garoppolo at 33 wins and 14 losses. That's a tremendous record. And thank you, Tommy, for letting everyone know to hit the like button. I really do appreciate everyone that came through all the kind words and questions. Uh, this was a fun episode. I'm looking forward to the next one because I know there's going to be big news coming from the 49ers later. So thanks everyone for coming through and joining me on this. And we'll take another journey later. If the 49ers make a signing, come right back here. And if you don't, if you, if you don't, if nothing happens today, make sure you come back for the live stream tomorrow at 5 p.m. It's going to be QA. Let us know what you think. Any news that breaks, we'll talk about it then as well. Uh, so I think that'll be exciting. And I'm going to let this come through, Paul, with the last one. Question is Did Jimmy make Shanahan better or was it Shanahan? That made Jimmy better. We're going to find out real quick, aren't we, Paul? Because this season's about to go uh, crazy and fun. I really like that comment, and that's how we'll end. Uh, just remember, everyone, stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers way.